This is Krista Hilton, and you are listening to Drunk Politics. Today, I have Brendan Hughes chatting with me, and he's a major history buff. So we will be talking about what's going on in America right now as compared to history and how history repeats itself, and we're watching it before our eyes. We also talk about personal experiences and um, a little bit more outside of that. So enjoy. This is two parts, by the way. So you're listening to part one and part two is posted also. Okay. Why don't you tell me who you are for the podcast? I am Brendan Hughes. I am a conservative from the great state of Michigan and I work in construction. So I'm simple minded, but also very complex. So wait, how, tell me about Michigan right now. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's kind of a mixed, a mixed storm of emotions. I mean, mm-hmm. we have, we have mixed feelings about the governor. She's, I don't know. She seems like she wants to do the right thing, but at the end of the day, like a lot of her decisions have led to unnecessary death. Like we have the whole nursing home thing. She was one of the five governors that allowed nursing home patients that had COVID to go back into nursing homes. So the last I checked, which was like a week ago, we had about 6,000 or six and a half thousand COVID deaths. And we have a population of like 10 million. Texas and Florida both have like populations of 20 million and they had half as many deaths. Oh my God. So, For her being as like Gestapo as she was, it just feels like that's a lot. That's a lot of deaths. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't know if it was intentional or if it was just, I'm assuming it was just negligence, but. Yeah. She doesn't seem really smart. No offense. Maybe she is. No politics do. Honestly. Yeah, I I didn't really understand the whole. theory behind sticking all the old people like together while they all get COVID together to die. That just made no sense. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know why they did it at all. I would have been I very hope, angry yeah. if I had a person yeah. in, in a home. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that have been disgusted by that move by, I think Cuomo was the most prolific one that did it. <laughs> Yeah, as he praised himself for being so awesome. (laughs) Oh yeah, and then like blaming Trump for all the death. You can't you can't have it both ways. Yeah. If we're if we're if you're not gonna accept responsibility for deaths in nursing nursing homes in your city, you can't blame Trump for deaths in the United States. Hundred percent. We shouldn't we shouldn't be blaming each other's politicians for how we managed this. It was mismanaged from the start in China because they let it go for a month they let it spread to other nations they shut down domestic travel in their country and frankly no country in the world was prepared for it maybe except north korea but that's because they took anybody who had covid19 and shot them in the back of the head (laughs) it's it's awesome kind of like our stormtroopers they're not shooting people in the back of the head but yet we're china you know makes a lot of sense yeah that whole situation is just annoying. It's like, 
it's like watching somebody jump in front of a moving car and claim they're <laughs> the victim. Isn't that the truth? Did you hear Diane Feinstein say, um, like, tell, say something about China being like a great nation or something? Yeah, and she said they were like way. progressing to be a good nation. Yeah. I mean, it's like, well, did you just like hear that they were putting people in concentration camps? Like, oh, yeah. No? There was, so there was drone footage on two occasions. The first one was leaked and it was a bird's eye, like slightly bird's eye view of Uyghur Muslims. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Uyghur, Uyghur, but uh, Chinese Uyghur Muslims that were kneeling in lines, wearing purple vests and wearing blindfolds Mm -hmm. and had their hands bound behind their backs and they were being they were surrounded by Chinese security state officials, whatever, with <laughs> uh, guns. And they were being escorted like one row at a time onto trains being transported who knows where. But I, I think we can assume where they're going because there's been uh, um, people have claimed that China is selling uh, human organs, yeah, and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah. oh, so here's the thing: who buys them? Um, who buys those human organs? If China's selling human organs, who the fuck is buying them? I don't know. Right? I want to know that's that. That's interesting. Big pharma. I don't. Yeah, like, but for what? Like research? Are people weird? Do they eat them? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is the point of buying? I'm, I'm human wondering organs? if. If they buy like, them to restrict the supply in order to r- drive up cost because of the demand. For like transplants and stuff? Or? Yeah. I mean, that would make sense. That's the most money-making strategy. Like oh. what they're doing with hydroxychloroquine right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I saw this really gross video of them like harvesting baby organs. Granted. I don't know if that was true, but it was really fucking disgusting. <laughs> At this point in this year, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, honestly. that's the thing. And there's so much misinformation out there. You watch these videos and you're like, okay, well, I know a little bit about editing, but not much. Um, and I know how to use Photoshop. I don't know how to edit video, but really, is this real? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's obvious that it's not, but sometimes it's not so obvious. A lot of it seems like a lot of work to put into because you would have to Photoshop or edit the video. um, And then you'd have to purposefully like lower its. uh, It's like um, quality. Yeah. Quality or. Mm. Yeah. So or whatever the hell you call it. Yeah. So I, yeah, a lot of it probably isn't true. But I don't know at this point, considering the, like, I'd trust that just as much as I trust anything from CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News. 100%. I really don't trust any news organizations right now, which is why I've had my head in um, C-SPAN watching the trials all all week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to reclaim, I'm reclaiming my time. That's my favorite line. Okay, from the well, you know. It's yeah. just the best. I use it in any argument I get into. I know. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> I've used it with my boss multiple times this week. <laughs> I kind of feel like I want to go back through and watch it and count how many times they said it. Or at least um, get the transcript and just count it. It's got to be. I don't know. I'm pretty sure every single... All but like two Democrats said it once, mm-hmm. if not twice. Oh, yeah. I feel if, like they said it a couple times. times while they were trying to have their time. And they each got like three <laughs> questions. Oh, yeah. I think they did three rounds. That waste of time bullshit. Yeah. I would. I Something needs to happen because we can't just keep having these. I mean, these are political stunt shows. These actually help anybody learn anything. No, it's crazy. And they're getting paid for this so by crazy. us. You know, I don't. And they give their <laughs> they give themselves raises too. They give themselves like, uh, raises. Did... They have really great benefits. How do some of them own like islands and are multi millionaires? That's what I really want to get down to the bottom of. Like, excuse me. They, yeah, they um, sell themselves to China and Big Pharma. Um, who's padding your pockets? Because that yeah. needs to be outlawed. And you yeah. need term limits, you little fuck sticks. Pelosi, Schumer, McConnell. Oh yeah, I can't even believe they're still in there. Yeah, like, they're. Republicans and Democrats like across the board. If you've been here for 40 years and you are bitching about how shitty our country is, then it is your fucking fault. Exactly. It's like that the meme that I saw where it was like it pointed out every single like Diane Feinstein, 53 years in Congress. Oh uh Nancy Pelosi, like 35 years or 33 years in Congress, and like all the other ones. All blaming Trump, who's been in office for three and a half years. Fifty-three years. Can you imagine? That's like, that's fucking a long fucking time. Fifty-three years. She has done nothing. Like, what has, has Diane Einstein done for California? I would like someone to tell me because I don't know anyone that can answer that. I honestly don't know. I mean, she she's probably like, if you spend that much time in a position like that, you have to be completely disconnected with reality. Oh, 100%. 100%. She has to be disconnected. Well, it's kind of like Nancy Pelosi in her district. It's like a disgusting disaster. And then she's like, let's go to Chinatown after yeah. the virus. And then she doesn't even ever actually talk about how she did that. Mm-hmm. But then she's down there trying to connect with her people. Like, did you? how many needles and like human feces did you step over, Nance? Do you feel yep. proud of yourself? Is yeah. this what you want? <laughs> if it means getting rid of systemic whatever the hell, then yeah. Yeah, systemic racism that she's directly contributed to in her 35 years in Congress. Exactly. <laughs> I just do not understand it. Um, Nadler had a couple of really great lines that I wrote down. Um, what were they? I don't know, but he was basically, I loved how he was accusing Barr directly of using these riots for election purposes. Okay, first of all, how in the fuck is this going to get Donald Trump elected? That's a good campaign strategy, you stupid idiot. Like, really think about it. (laughs) 
This does like not if, make if, him a good guy. It makes him a good guy in some of our minds, but it yeah. also, with all the fake news, it's really hard to know, you know, what exactly is happening. So, yeah, I think if you think about it, it could be a campaign strategy, but it immediately backfires too. Yeah. Because if you have people in Democrat led cities that are seeing all these riots and uptick in murder and violent crime, they're probably thinking, well, I don't want this. And, the Democrat governor or mayor doesn't seem to care. So maybe I'll vote red, but yeah. then also it affects the nationwide, like um, where America is going. Yeah. And that's yeah. what the uh, Democrat party pays most attention to is whether Democrats feel that they're going in the right direction or not. Hmm. Cause it's all about feelers. Yep. Well, I think, I hope at least that they're in for a rude awakening this, this November. Oh God, wouldn't that be great? I, yeah. I've never, I mean, I've paid attention in elections before and last one was just like hilarious to pay attention to. I called Donald Trump winning like way before and everybody thought I was fucking nuts. And I was like, you know what? Here's the thing. Who really honestly loves Hillary Clinton? Because I don't. Yeah. And I don't know a lot of people that do. And everybody loved Trump until he started running. So <laughs> that's the thing, is that he's actually doing what other people haven't done. And he's using his business skills to, like, run a decent campaign. And yep. no one else does that because they're so disconnected from reality. So, yeah, Hillary Clinton is just going to get up there and cut everyone down that doesn't like her. And mm -hmm. Trump's going to get up there and make funny jokes. And, He'd be in jail. Yeah, and then make fun of himself after the media makes fun of him. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. The you'd be in jail thing was hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's true, too. I mean, at some point, hopefully. I mean, I really hope so. Bill Clinton is directly named in one of these pages. I saw that. I God, saw that. that. Yeah. Oh, good old Billy. Billy Boo. Yeah. At Epstein Island. Yeah, the Epstein stuff, it's just crazy. And I keep getting into arguments on Twitter over like, well, here's a photo of Trump with Epstein and Gillian <laughs> Maxwell, so he must be complicit. It's like guilt by association is not how this oh works, my, my friend. I feel like next They're like, time, oh, yeah? Next time I do that, I'm just going to like, I, somebody says that to me, I'm going to post a picture that's like a Getty image of me and a celebrity. I'm like, yeah, they're my best friend. No, <laughs> it's just a photo op, you stupid fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, and then, well, I usually get into the flight logs and I'm like, here's a list of everybody that went on the flight and then they'll get into defending Bill Clinton and I'm like, he was on the flight 26 times left his secret security or secret service detail five of those times and here's two pictures of him with rachel chandler epstein's personal and then underage masseuse and they're usually like okay oh. we'll throw him in jail okay well whatever yep okay well okay, like well, if you if you can if we you can provide that evidence for trump then i'd be 100 percent throw him in oh. prison but i know the, the more you dig. There. Did yeah. you know? Um, okay, so I read that lawsuit that got thrown out twice that Trump was um, listed in with Epstein. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I started doing some digging on it and I found like four or five different sources that um, talked about the, like the woman that accused him that was named in the lawsuit had the help of a Jerry Springer producer. Really? Write the case. Write the case? (laughs) Yeah. So they like got together and made a story, basically. That's how I read it. Yeah. I mean, that's like all the other, (laughs) that's like all the other allegations that are thrown at Trump. I mean, that's why, like, you can't look at that and say, like, oh, so-and-so is guilty. She couldn't even say that it was for sure him. Yeah. She's like, oh, I saw him on TV. And I was like, that's the guy. And I was like, yeah, well, I didn't grow up with my real dad, but I saw a guy on TV once and thought it was him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That guy looks very rich and very powerful. So I'm going to claim that he is the one implicated. Wait, what? Okay. Uh, Such bullshit. Yeah. People get so riled up too. I just don't understand the emotion behind all of this. It's like, calm down. You're going to give yourself a coronary. Um, yeah. I kind of understand it. And it's like really complex to explain. But Yeah. Well, I think it's all like what's the right word for it neurosis or something yeah it's all mental yeah and it's been coming for a long time oh yeah it's been building up for 45 to 50 years i believe yeah there's a period at which it like toned down Mm -hmm. between 1989 and 1994 or five i want to say mm-hmm um but basically it's ideological subversion, which was the term coined by KGB specialists that focused on subverting the public uh, perceptions of reality via educational systems and professors and indoctrination into neo-Marxist ideology. And it's been going on for far too long. But then when the Soviet Union fell, obviously they couldn't continue that work. So that's why we had a, it kind of disappeared for a little bit. But then it came back with China picked up where they left off. You think it's China? Uh, I definitely think it's China. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't see those videos of them deported or sending off, shipping off muslims to detention centers and forced labor facilities and say i don't know if these are the bad guys that's very true you know what i think is funny is um like the media really and even in the hearings people are really lax on china like democrats like to praise china um Republicans aren't really hard enough. Like, yeah, Trump's been pretty hard on China and he's gotten a lot of shit for it, but he can't necessarily like wage war on them. But what he can do is affect their bottom line. Right. And so he's done a really good job of that. But I think it's really interesting that so many just regular people don't think about China at all, but they hate Russia. Yeah. I don't like why all they hate for Putin. Like, I, I mean, why though? Putin like, is he's not a great person, but he's, he's a terrible also person. But he's, he's not as bad not as Xi Jinping. China. Yeah, 
So there's also that. Yeah. I would say in terms of like foreign threats, Russia's number two. Yeah. Or it might be a tie between Russia and Iran because mm-hmm. today Iran was seen practicing military drills and missile firings against a mock-up of a U.S. aircraft carrier. So, oh, good. That's yeah. wonderful. Well, if they try anything, they'll get stomped. Yeah. We've been transitioning into a more specialized form of warfare that just involves precision strikes and special force deployment with JSOC. So that, I mean, that would be quick and easy, I think. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Although um, I take that more. back. It never is quick and easy. You're in Afghanistan and Iraq for how long? It's true. But I think that um, there is a reason we were there for so long. Like that wasn't, had nothing to do with like our actual mission over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that could have just... been way less work except for there were some alternative motives happening with our leaders. Oh, yeah. I, I don't trust George Bush anymore. Uh, me either. And you know what? I didn't hate him when he was in. I didn't necessarily trust him, but I really didn't hate him. Yeah, I didn't. I, I supported him. But, I mean, I was like 10 at the time, so I didn't really know any better. But just the fact that Epstein had that painting in his, uh, <laughs> with George Bush sitting in the cross-legged in the Oval Office with two Jenga towers collapsed playing with planes. It's like, what the yes. fuck? They know. And he runs a pedophilia child trafficking ring and basically knows the deepest, darkest secrets of these, these like global leaders. It's like, what does that mean? He tried to talk about, they tried to talk about that, those paintings, because he has that one of Bill Clinton, whatever, too. And, um, a blue dress. Yeah. And it's the artist. Uh, I read an article with the artist in it, and she was like an art student and decided to paint the guys how she saw them or whatever. And then Epstein was that, you know, he liked to do lots of art shit and ended up buying them from her. And I think oh, so she he didn't have them commissioned. I don't know. I mean, you never know, like, if they're telling the truth or. Um, yeah. how the writer is going to skew that because she did do a lot of like private stuff for him after that. So it kind of feels like, mm, it could be, but did she really just think of that on her own? And even if she did, why the fuck would you buy that and put it in your house? Yeah. Even weird. if he didn't have that commissioned, like it, it, it really, you know, that's like, he liked it. It's like the, the most obvious way of saying I know something yeah. that nobody else knows. I yeah. can hold it over your head. Yeah, for sure. Although I think though, you know, at some point it would just be really great to see Bill Clinton in that blue dress with those red heels or whatever the fuck he was wearing. I just- want somebody to Photoshop <laughs> that dress on him as he's saying, I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. Yeah, can someone do that? Uh, Just be perfect. You know, if I ever get big enough to where I have tons of listeners, I need someone that knows how to do that to do it for me. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> you have to come back and rewatch these episodes, uh-huh. or podcast episodes, and then then they'll do the uh, commissioned art. 
Yeah, right. Oh, man. I read something interesting the other day about the bushes, though. Oh, when did you read? <clears throat> it's out there, but it's hard to discount. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on, I gotta, I gotta look up the name of this guy. But basically, it was Adolf Hitler's personal bodyguard. Um, Adolf Hitler's personal body. Yeah, okay, so what's the deal with us getting so many Nazis after the war? Operation Paperclip. Yeah, but like, who the fuck thought that was a good idea? Um, I mean, obviously the CIA and whoever had, but, but really. <laughs> and yeah, nobody I really mean, talks about it. No, which is also. a problem. Yeah, like it got I made think- into a... Um, that one show, what is it? No, I'm going to fuck it up. There's a show that's like basically just like Operation. It's like a Hunters or something. I think it's what it is. But they don't directly talk about how it happened in our country. I, there was an undercover operation that occurred after, I think, August or October. August, October of 1944, I mm-hmm. believe. Mm-hmm. Um that's when we started it and it just involved getting or getting in touch with these like higher up Nazi officials and scientists and whatever, and trying to persuade them to come to us because at the end of the war, we kind of knew that there would be this standoff between, well, we would either be able to get people out Mm -hmm. number one that were responsible for, a lot of the stuff, but also some of the scientific advancements like mm-hmm. Werner von Braun. Um, but also number two, if we didn't, then the Soviets would just take them. So it was, it was a, yeah, we can um, yeah. strategically. It makes sense. Yeah. We don't want the Soviets to have them. Yeah. But if you, if you go and read about some of the people that were, Here's a reminder for oh, a song quiz. Oh my gosh, I need to turn this thing <laughs> off. Hold on. No Alex is the worst. She's um, such a little bitch. But even Werner von Braun, who was made the head of NASA by JFK, uh, he ran a rocket factory in wartime Germany, and they used kind of like Schindler's List, they used... Uh, Jews as labor, forced labor to produce uh, rockets and munitions. And supposedly every week they would hang the five slowest working Jews in the front of the factory for the rest of the Jews to see. Yeah. And he's, he's the guy who got us to the moon. He's the guy that got us to the moon. Yep. Head of NASA. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, so a lot of these guys weren't like, a lot of these guys were not, because I hear some people say like, oh, we got the good Nazis out. It's like, no, we didn't. <laughs> we, got, we got a guy out that was involved in Zyklon B. And Zyklon B was the alteration of Zyklon, the pesticide that turned it into the gas that was used in Auschwitz. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. So, 
there's yeah there's no such thing as a good nazi no no good nazis they weren't being but, held at gunpoint to do all that stuff yeah no the way they operated is if they had to hold somebody at gunpoint they would just shoot them oh god there's no room for dissent but back to the bush thing otto yeah. Skorzeny was one of hitler's bodyguards and a military officer in the Nazi regime and he had a nuts deathbed confession that he submitted or he told his daughter's husband all about this and then told him about something or like gave him photos that supported his claim but essentially he said um, he with Reinhard Gallen um, interviewed Nikola Tesla all day and suffocated him and stole his blueprints and papers so they murdered <laughs> Nikola Tesla oh so it's true yes maybe but well I've never seen yeah, I've never seen any like um, evidence like that. Though we've just heard yeah. that people thought he got murdered. Yeah, but then it gets more interesting. He revealed the identity of the of Tesla's assistant who was stealing from him. Uh huh. He said George Scherf, senior, and corroborated that that or said that that was the same person as Prescott Bush, George H.W. Bush's father. Oh, my. And what's weird is um, the Bush's, like, family records get kind of wacky if you go be, be behind the war or be before the war. So I'm not saying that that's true, but then also there's a picture of him with a young Otto Skorzeny, George H. Scherf, and uh, a few other friends and family, and um, Reinhard Gallen, the other guy who killed Tesla, as well as Joseph Mengele. And Mengele was the guy who performed the medical experiments on twins at Auschwitz. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... Interesting. Yeah. Supposedly the Bushes are Nazis and the uh, there were Nazis that got out of Operation Paperclip came over to work in the US CIA and other intelligence agencies and they were like directly involved with MK Ultra. So oh, it's like yeah. Jesus Christ. It's a, it's a rabbit hole though. I don't know yeah. if any of it's true, but it's yeah, interesting to read. I don't know. I've read a I've read <laughs> I read some I read a bunch of stuff about how a bunch of the Nazis um actually were like living in South America and never actually died. Um Josef Mengele got away to, to Argentina, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Argentina. He was, he was never found and held accountable for his crimes against humanity. Yeah, apparently they have like a colony down there, according to this one random blogger on the internet. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, who knows? 
there are like towns that are just in Argentina that are like off the beaten track that are just full of German people. Like they'll be speaking German. I mean, that makes sense then, I guess. That's where the theory maybe would come from. Who knows if like that's how they originated, but. Yeah. There was a off, off uh, kilter theory that Hitler got out and went to South America. Yeah. I think that was the part of the theory that I read. Yeah. It was. seems crazy. Yeah. It was like, a significant amount of money was wired to Spanish bank account from Nazi Germany, like in the last days of the war. And then that was sent off to like South America. Mm-hmm. And then according to some woman um, living in South America, I can't remember if it was in Argentina or somewhere, but it was like a very rural port. And there was a dock that went out a little ways and she said she was up on a hill and saw a bunch of Nazis like standing in formation on the dock and a submarine come up and somebody get out of the submarine who looked like Adolf Hitler and they all saluted and then they detonated the submarine and sunk it to the bottom but (laughs) what yeah you never know with this stuff but I mean at this point he's dead so yeah I read somewhere too um, on another little rabbit hole. They went down that Angela Merkel is like somehow related to Hitler. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny. I have to look into that, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that one's necessarily true. Um, yeah, a lot of this is just speculation, but like yeah. it's eye opening for sure. Totally. Although she is not an attractive lady. And when you do hold the pictures of her as a, like a kind of an adolescent up next to Hitler, you're like, oh, well, I mean, I can see the resemblance, but you can't base that off anything. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do, you'd have to do like significant. I think once she insists that people stop testing to see would be concerning. But if, if you actually like did like, DNA tests and genealogy tests, I'm sure it would be disproven. Yeah, for sure. The thing about the Bushes kind of worries me because nobody really lies on their deathbed. Uh, Yeah. So wait, who said that on his deathbed? Was it? Otto Skorzeny. Okay. So it was Bush, Bush, Bush's um, bodyguard. Bodyguard? Is that what you said? Bodyguard? Hitler's bodyguard that I think new, I I can't remember, it's convoluted. Apparently, Prescott Bush was involved with Nikola Tesla and was stealing blueprints from him. Mm -hmm. And Otto Skorzeny confessed that on his deathbed and then gave this guy or his son-in-law photographic evidence. And Prescott Bush was also like very pro-Nazi. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting how like so many people over the years have just ended up dead. You know, there's Nikola Tesla, and then there's that whole. Have you went? Uh, have you read about the creation of the Fed and how the Federal Reserve got started? Uh, Woodrow Wilson, I think. 
Yeah, uh, but they thought it was a good idea, whatever. And there were three prominent businessmen, which I can't remember their names off the top of my head, were on um, the motherfucking Titanic when it sank. And they were the only three that were opposing the creation of the Fed. And they all ended up dying. All together. And um, two of the guys, who was it? I'm going to have to look up the names now, but two of them were supposed to be on the Titanic, but ended up waiting and getting on another ship. And those two were in favor of, I'm guessing. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Which is kind of like, well, wait a minute. So not everyone was in favor of the Fed, but the three people that had the authority to stop it all died at the same time. Okay. (laughs) Left that part out of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, like, and you look at Princess Diana's death and the uh, recently that British Secret Service agent that was on his deathbed. Yeah. Confessed to having killed Princess Diane. Oh, really? Yeah. Or confessed to, like, orchestrating the events that led to her death. Oh, interesting. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Probably have to search around for it because I'm sure they'll try to cover it up. But Probably. Um, my mom, she likes to go down conspiracy theory rabbit holes. We don't really necessarily believe in all of them, but yeah. some of them are kind of compelling, but they're fun to read about. Uh, she's like, oh, what if, what if? But she's like, oh my gosh, I read this one that Princess Diana is still alive. I was like, mom. Do you really think she's still alive? She's like, well, no, but would that be cool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like the JFK <laughs> Jr. still being alive. Yeah, right. I mean, that's my personal favorite. Um, that's my personal favorite conspiracy theory would be JFK Jr. being alive. Do I think it's true? Nah. But would it be cool? Sure. Absolutely. It's my That'll favorite be one. Insane. Yeah. Although if you think about it, his body was recovered from the wreckage, put in an ambulance, and immediately delivered to a crematorium along exactly. with his wife. So, right. But immediately delivered to a crematorium. Yeah. And you whoever was know. in charge of that did not want him to land. Yeah. So there were a lot of really weird events leading up to his plane crash. I've watched yeah. multiple videos on that. Someone wanted yeah. him dead for for sure. Either that or he orchestrated his own fake death. Right. Which could be a possibility. Which because, I mean, it's be not like – it's like it's basically open knowledge that the CIA and FBI had some kind of fetish with killing members of the Kennedy family. So Right. Well, I mean, I've read a lot of stuff on that too, and apparently it's like, you know – there's been this agenda for a long time and Kennedy didn't fall into the agenda and anyone that wanted to break up the fed and like actually um, expose some of the stuff going on ended up, ends up being shot. So, um, and you know, junior knew about it. So it, it makes sense. Like the whole conspiracy theory makes sense. And if anyone has the means to fucking fake their own death and hide out for a long time, it's, it's him. So, yeah, probably. you know, like it computes, I guess. It's crazy, but it computes. 
Yeah. I mean, with this year, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if right. It's the year he just came out of hiding and was like, "Hey, I'm alive." You know, I'm just waiting for him to like, just be kind of epic if he just showed up at a Trump rally like on stage and was like, "Hey, by the way, I'm actually alive," which means (laughs) Q is actually a movement of truth, actually real. Yeah, but who knows? It's really funny how like. emotionally driven with anger people are that hate Q. Yes. It's just a bunch of conspiracy theories. Chill out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the problem is like a lot of it's a lot of it's like they pointed out stuff about Epstein. Yeah. That ended up being true. They pointed out stuff about Maxwell. She's arrested now. Yep. They pointed out stuff about Dershowitz and uh-huh. Prince Andrew and uh-huh. all these other people, and it's yeah. slowly starting to unravel. And I think I think the people that are implicated are realizing this because the other day, uh, Bill Gates was on CNN with Anderson Cooper, and both of them are on the Epstein flight logs. Uh huh. And Anderson Cooper was like, "Well, I think the problem is people are uh, people want to." Uh, except these wild conspiracy theories instead of actually looking for the truth. And, you know, there's one going around that I was supposedly complicit and I was on Epstein Island and all this, but it's just, <laughs> just not true. <laughs> it's like some flight logs. Then where did you yeah, go? Yeah. It's really funny. It's, um, I hope Fed or I hope Barr is doing a good job with this because this will be nuts to see how it ends up. I hope so too. I I just I feel like one of the most misused words in 2020 is conspiracy. Like can you please let's define conspiracy for a second, shall we? Because a conspiracy is basically something that, you know, you you can't prove with any evidence or mm-hmm. a substantial amount of evidence. And there's a lot of evidence to this stuff that Q talks about and now we're seeing it come true and so when people are like oh they're so delusional it's like a Trump cult it's like not really because yeah. not all Q people like Trump no, that's they don't. one of the most largest misconceptions mm-hmm. it's really funny it'll be, it'll be interesting to see I mean oh by the way the term conspiracy theory was coined by the CIA that makes sense right yep. let's just yep gaslight everybody yep no but i feel like it's 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 one of those terms that has just been oh, that's uh, interesting. misused and reappropriated like racism <laughs> oh my god and fascism yeah fascism those two man totally different things about mm-hmm. 10 years ago yeah now they mean nothing because they're so overused yeah or like conspiracy or racism is only if white people are racist yeah you can't be racist if you're any other color yeah unless you are black and you're against black like a black conservative is is racist they're also a race traitor which i was told the other day by another white person yeah, it's like you do realize that you're white. You're trying to act like you're black, and I literally just watched you tell someone that you're more black than them. 
Yeah. It's like you're, you're, you feel quite comfortable speaking on other people's behalf. Yeah, like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Based on their skin color, too. It's absurd. I didn't really believe in like mind control or anything like that until this kind of stuff started happening. Like I just talking to like trying to have a conversation with one of the kids, let's say that's rioting in downtown Portland right now. It's impossible. You can't. It's it's honestly impossible. It's like all their brain cells have been redirected to this place of hysteria and no reasoning skills whatsoever. They have reasoning. It's just not, it's not rational or based in reality. No. So it goes back to the ideological subversion I mentioned earlier that China's picked up the bill on. And you can see that that's, it's China, I believe, because I mean, you've had, I think it was a report that said like 15,000 Chinese spies have infiltrated the U.S. and a majority of them are in American universities. And you have professors from Harvard that are selling state secrets to the Chinese government. Yeah. And it's just absurd. Ugh. Yeah. But basically with the work that they've done with demoralization via public or any university really at this point, mm-hmm. what you'll have is a neo-Marxist perspective that cannot be refuted unless by force. Right. So the only way you're going to get through to these Antifa kids mm-hmm. is literally by drop kicking them and saying like, Hey, Hey, listen. <laughs> like you're not otherwise they're just gonna there's they literally have physical and mental discomfort at being presented with facts. I know, it's very true. It's and, sad. It's yeah. kind of sad. Yeah. And, it's starting really early too. Like it's not just universities, <laughs> it starts early. Like they're starting oh, yeah. with our kids in elementary school. My son is very, he's 10 and he's, he's really, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm his mom. So he gets a certain amount of my opinion, but I really don't want to make his decisions or his opinions for him. Like I want him yeah. to know why he believes something. Um, but he would come home and, you know, tell me the stuff that they would talk about in class. And I'm like, oh God. Okay. So I feel like I have to give you the other side of this so you can make like a rational decision because mm-hmm. what you're learning is not true. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing it's a lot to do with like systemic racism and stuff like that. Yeah. There's been, there were a couple incidents of that, but one of them was um, the cages, the kids in cages at the border oh, and God. the way that they were the teacher actually was demonizing Trump over it. And then, um, all the kids in his class. He said that, um, you know, he said he might've been exaggerating, but there were 31 kids in his class and he said at least 25 of them were all talking about it. And like, he just kind of raised his hand and said something. What did he say? I don't know. He said something really logical and the teacher just kind of, I said, did the teacher say anything and he's he's like no not really i think she was kind of surprised that i said that (laughs) i think he said something like well my like isn't it true that those cages existed before trump was elected 
Yeah, Obama put them in place. Yeah, and then the teacher didn't answer, right? Yep. And then they just went back to, like, bashing Trump. Yep. Okay, well, let's not focus on facts, guys. Let's just believe whatever narrative you want to. Yeah. The worst part of that, when that happened, and the whole, like, they were pushing the whole cages, and, like, oh, it's... I absolutely lost... I think this was when I got, like, fully woken up to just this sheer bullshit that they're pushing mm-hmm. was like quote unquote historians going on CNN and saying this is nothing more than just a concentration camp <laughs> and I'm like you cannot no. you cannot say that people you stupid fuck it's not a work yeah. camp yeah and you can't compare these ice officials to Nazis. Like oh my God. to do that is literally to demean and belittle what the Jews actually went through in Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that. Like if you keep they don't care. Throwing, yeah. They, if you keep throwing these terms around, the probability that it will happen again grows exponentially. Yeah. But it, it makes you numb. And there were literally revert or, um, we're we're reliving history i mean look at look at chaz the amazing republic of chaz and having segregated areas are you fucking kidding me you're gonna segregate now yeah (laughs) that wasn't even that long ago how far are we gonna go back guys in your lovely state of california did you see the ruling on the they voted to remove the part of the state constitution that says nobody shall be judged based upon their their race or sexual or gender. Wait, why? Because I did not see that. Why? <laughs> because they need to be racist against white people to uh, be actively anti-racist to everyone them. else, right? So why don't they see that? <laughs> They're idiots. I mean, you'd They're have blind. to be. Yeah. Okay, like, so now we can discriminate against everyone just because you want to discriminate against white people? Yep. That's pretty much it. Wow. They've opened up the floodgates. That's really something. Yeah. I mean, that's progressivism in the U.S. has gone it went off the deep end. Yeah, it's, it was it's like, regressivism now. It was like climbing up a hill, you know, and then all of a sudden it just, it was like at a high dive or like at this peak and then they just jumped. There yeah. was no like weight, whatever. We're just falling. <laughs> we haven't hit the bottom yet. We'll see what happens when we hit the bottom. Yeah. It, but we're it, falling it, fast. Yeah, it accelerated ridiculously quickly. What I don't understand is how many people like don't know what's going on. It's concerning, but I've been telling as many people as I can. Me too. But they look at me a little bit like, I don't want to, this is stressful. Like, yeah, you're going to be real stressed out when we actually lose freedoms. Like, I'm not going to be that extreme about it. Maybe we won't at all. But it's something that we need to pay attention to because there is a, the the narrative behind what's being pushed is real evil. Oh yeah. And it happened in like Venezuela most recently, right? Mm-hmm. And we I was watching this girl on TikTok, which of all places TikTok, right? But she's from Venezuela and she's like very outspoken about what's going on. And she's like, 
trying to get people to understand, like I was in my country watching this exact same thing happen and they wanted to take down all the monuments and destroy history. And we were all like, oh, whatever. It's a monument. It's a statue. And everybody just let it go. And she's like, now they don't have running water. Yep. They so, eat dogs. Yeah. They eat their own pets because they can't find anything else to eat. Wait, who, what, in, in what? So I have had a couple of the writer, like little communist kids try to tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about and that maybe I should try to read Karl Marx. If you like, okay, but I have, first of all, I'm old. Yeah. (laughs) Second of all, can you not tell me what I know and don't know? Third of all, you need to read more other stuff because you only know one side of things yeah like you're being George Orwell or gk chesterton please something other than just Karl marx yeah and it, it just goes to show like Karl marx if you actually read like certain things that he wrote he was viciously racist uh-huh he was jewish but also like claimed that the jews like ruled the world or ran the world and that they were like an evil race or whatever mm-hmm. and he was also like against uh black people africans too <laughs> regarded them as subhuman and the thing that i think people get wrong about history is they think marxism is most closely resembled in historically throughout the soviet union mm-hmm. i don't think so I think I think Leninist Marxism was watered down uh-huh. because I think Marxism initially was based on economic differentiation and disparity and mm-hmm. also separate those two groups between race as well. Mm-hmm. So I think the historically speaking, if you're looking at the time period, what's disturbing is the most the most obvious representation of true Marxism is in Nazi Germany. Yep. And people always say, well, Hitler was viciously against Karl Marx and because Karl Marx was a Jew. And it's like, well, if you actually read what Karl Marx writes, and also there's multiple like excerpts from a diary of, or the writings of one of Hitler's close personal aides and Hitler talked about like or talk proudly about how how many marxist books he had uh read um it was like motivated by marx and then also later on and this was from joseph joseph goebbels's diary that wasn't published until 1993 when a historian discovered it um during the 1941 campaign against with the Wehrmacht against uh, the Soviet Union after they broke their uh, peace agreement. Um, He stated in his diary that the Bolshevik Marxism or Bolshevik socialism is a poor representation of true Marxist ideals or something along those lines. And then we, or when we take Russia, we will implement true socialism. Mm. That's like, oh, okay. 
That's fucked up. And why would he lie as an own diary? Yeah, no. He wouldn't lie. He wasn't lying. His own account of what he was planning on doing. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And you have the years and years that go by, and you have uh, French philosophers like Michel Foucault who derive postmodernism and neo-Marxism, which is basically Marxism, but add gender Mm -hmm. to it. So that's how we're in this mess. Just just one guy named Karl Marx. Yeah. It's been glorified everywhere. Was it isn't yep. doesn't, doesn't Bernie love him or someone that like trained with him or something? Uh I think so. I mean yeah. those types usually tend to stick to the marks pretty well. Well what's interesting but I about think Bernie's more Leninist. Yeah, he's Leninist. That um the funny thing about people riding in the streets is that um they are they hate our government in general mm-hmm. like they hate all democrats they hate all republicans and the democrats like are you actually paying attention to this they don't like you yeah you're defending people that hate you and don't yeah. want to vote for you and they probably won't yeah i talked to one the other day on uh well i was playing a video game and well, he's not like a rider, but he's pretty far left. Mm-hmm. But we were able to have a reasonable, modest conversation. But we were like talking about big pharma and like the sheer amount of control that big pharma has mm-hmm. and how like they control the politicians and the politicians control us by dividing us and keeping us fighting over racism and gender and equality and all this other bullshit so that we never actually rise up and hold them accountable which i agree with i mean that feels like what's been happening for the past few decades yeah i think that we need to have different um laws in place that prevent things like that from happening but at the same time like we can't kill capitalism altogether right so things like lobbyists need to fucking go (laughs) I would say if we're going to do away with, I don't know if we can do away with all lobbying. No. Immediately. Because we can do away with a lot of it. We can, I would say, get away with or do away completely, just abolish foreign lobbying because mm-hmm. foreign interests have no vested interest in the future of our country. Yeah. So they shouldn't have an input anyway. I really think that business and politics should have no, there should be no crossover whatsoever. Yeah, that would probably be the ideal solution. 100% no crossover. You shouldn't, as a business, in my opinion, in order to keep capitalism clean, you should be, you shouldn't be able to donate to, um, you can if you like are an owner and you want to do it out of your own money, but no business should be able to um, support any political candidate. Yeah. Donate to any cause, like nothing. Like, I just don't. I don't feel okay about it because though, if you're receiving money from a corporation, you're always going to have that corporation's best interest in mind, and that is not. That's not what the free market is all about. Yeah. How we own our politicians. That's stupid. 
<laughs> at this point, like the Black Lives Matter movement owns the so many. Yeah, they own the DNC. They own so many, not own, but like control yeah. basically so many corporations that have just knelt. So that's a really interesting, we should talk about that for a minute. Oops, sorry. Um, so Act Blue, my understanding of the way Act Blue is, and this is not the way it's being portrayed in the videos, but my understanding, and I could be wrong, is that the money that you donate to Act Blue does end up going to BLM, but it's like GoFundMe. So mm-hmm. Act Blue keeps a portion of it and then donates it to the DNC, right? So if that's the case and BLM is keeping the money, where is the money actually going, first of all? Because <laughs> they haven't done anything for anyone. And how much of a percentage is Act Blue actually keeping to donate to the DNC? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, from what I've seen from looking around the website, it just seemed like Act Blue holds on to the money. And then donates it. Yeah, for the movement and any amount of money that is unclaimed by the charity that you're, you're trying to donate to gets sent to whatever act blue decides to send it to so right the but DNC. then why like why wouldn't a charity claim their money right so obviously yeah. blm's going to be claiming their money but where is that going like what the unless fuck they have an agreement with the with, dnc yeah which that could totally be the case we don't know <laughs> yeah I mean, it'll be interesting to see all this investigated at some point in our yeah. lifetimes, I hope, if Joe Biden doesn't get elected president. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. One of my friends, he has a great podcast, but he um, did a little short video the other day on, uh, he headlined it really strategically. He was like, something like, um, I hope Trump doesn't win. And here's why. And he's like a capitalist. Like Mm -hmm. I'm reading that like you have to, there has to be some sort of reason why you would say this because that would just be a disaster for everyone. Um, So I watched it and he was like, you know, I really don't like, I, I don't think it'd be good for us for Biden to win, but sometimes I want him to win so that everybody can just shut the hell up and stop hating on Trump. Like I'm over it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was the baseline of his whole argument, but it was pretty interesting. Like, can we just, maybe we should just elect Joe Biden so we can just see what happens and the fucking country is going to go to shit. <laughs> if, if I mean, if, yeah, I mean, but it's not coming back though. You know, if, if that happens, I don't, I don't I think it would be really hard to get that back. I would be up in arms at that point. Yeah. I mean, I'm already, I need to order my rifle, but I'm already like training for such an occasion. I just, I don't get the whole defund police situation. Like I've read all the requests and I know they don't want to defund it completely. They want social workers to do certain jobs, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, we've been seeing that in Portland and on the West Coast for a long fucking time. And um, social services don't really, they're not, 
they're needed, but I don't trust that um, the liberal bodies that are in there right now can actually carry out anything that will effectively help communities. Yeah, no. I mean, when morality is completely askew, I don't think they can really do anything beneficial long-term for society. I mean, they think abortion is okay up until... Forever? Yeah, until... I mean, I guess until fucking they're born. Yeah. Or even after in some cases, which in my opinion, is not okay. No, I mean, we're not in fucking China where they used to just, like, kill your second born. Like, that's not where we are. So there there should be no reason besides Planned Parenthood, like, are you actually organ harvesting? Because that would be the absolute only reason that we would allow that and push for it. Because there's no reason that you need to carry a baby full term and then decide you don't want it. Like, you have nine months to get rid of that thing. Right? Why would you do it in the ninth? Yeah. You shouldn't, I, in I, my I opinion, you shouldn't be able to have an abortion after 20 weeks. And that is a lot. Like, that even hurts my moral code. Um, but that's excessive. Like, if you can tell the sex of the baby, you shouldn't be giving, you shouldn't have an abortion. You should just give birth and put it up yeah. for adoption. Yeah. At what, at what point does it become human? Is I the know, question. That's the whole it's debate. like, in my personal opinion, and I was raised Catholic, so this might be a bit biased to one side, but like immediately at conception. Yeah. Because it's, it's, people say it's just a clump of cells. Well, we're all just clumps of cells. Yeah. We just have complex development. Yeah. I don't know. I think sometimes like, you know, I really think things happen the way that they were supposed to, right? So if we did have all these aborted 14 million aborted babies, however, whatever. If we had all those babies like on earth right now, what would that really be like, right? Like at some point it was mandated by someone, God, whatever. Yeah, abortion's gonna be a thing. And these are the people that are gonna walk the earth. But um, I think that given the fact that we are trying to be God at this point is not okay. Oh, it always backfires. Always. Throughout all of human history. Like, okay, fine, you're pregnant. Okay, fine, you can't take care of it. You know, we have a pill for that. Like, right immediately after you find out, you can take a pill that before the baby's even really attached to you, you can have an abortion. There's absolutely no reason to carry it even past the first trimester. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of this is starting to erode on, you know, personal responsibility and self-agency. The the only way I think this country is going to get better at all is is if we bring personal responsibility back. Like, it has to happen. Because this victimhood situation and making excuses, it's not – it's made us decline rapidly fast. Oh yeah. There's like no hope in my generation. <laughs> we're, we're pretty much a joke. How old are you? Uh, 22. Oh yeah. 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 You guys are kind of a laughing stock right now. Yep. 
So wait, okay. So I guess my friend Mindy has a 22 year old, 22. I think he's 22. Maybe he's 23. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, she's great. And she was really young when she had him. So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But um, I look at the way she parented and I'm like, her kids aren't like that. And yeah. so where, where did we go wrong? <laughs> School, is it I'm guessing it's it's, it's got to be cry rooms yeah no discipline Less, yeah no no spanking no timeouts stuff like that that like co-sleeping situation like oh yeah just sleep with me till you're a million and breastfeed till you're four like yeah i, I don't know there's just it's like you don't treat your, were you treated like a child for forever or no, you seem like your parents weren't. Tell me about no. yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm the middle child. So obviously as soon as my sister was born, I got a lot less attention. And that was okay. six years after me. Okay. So when I was from being six years old to probably about like 18, I was pretty much not on my own, but the less paid attention to of the three kids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think that might be why I'm more conservative than most in my family. Mm -hmm. Although compared to my dad, I'm nothing. He's like hugely conservative. So Um, you're raised by conservatives. No, my mom was actually libertarian and anti, like bitterly anti-Trump. Oh, I hated him. (laughs) Does she still hate him? I don't know. Uh, she passed away last oh, December from sorry. recurring. Yeah, it's it sucks, but she had breast cancer five years ago Ooh. and beat it back into into until uh, her scans were clear. Yeah, remission, and then mm-hmm. it came back, and like absolutely nothing worked. Ugh, fuck. Yeah. That's so, incredible. yeah, but the inside joke in the family is uh, December 19th, the day that she, because she was in hospice for like three and a half days, mm-hmm. like, and on the first day she had gone from the point where she was conscious to not conscious. Um, so like we were kept we kept wondering like when is she gonna be gone and all mm-hmm. this and she passed on december 19th and then the day after that my brother realized wait didn't trump get impeached yesterday <laughs> you think she just stuck around to see him off <laughs> oh my god that's so amazing <laughs> she just wanted to make sure that he got impeached like, I could see her doing that. She did her duty. Yep. Like that is it. That evil man. I can. I can go now. I can be at peace. I can be at peace. I'll be watching you guys. Yep. <laughs> oh, <sighs> that's funny. It's, In yeah. a sad story. That's. Yep. Cute. Silver linings. Yeah, there always are. Oh my. Yeah. So you had like real life stuff happen and you didn't victimize yourself. So no. there you go. 
I mean, I've had personally, I've had like mental health problems of every kind. Mm -hmm. Like I have chronic depression, chronic anxiety, social anxiety, um, attention deficit disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder. (laughs) Um, and I'm pretty sure I have Asperger's too, but that's not, that's not confirmed. I mean, but I haven't talked to my psychiatrist about it, but yeah, I don't, I, I still function daily as a human being. and I don't really think about it that much. I mean, I did have a problem when I went to college for a semester and ended up, I mean, I was on Adderall prior to for my ADD, but it got really out of hand to the point where I was like, I did. So the daily dose was like 40 milligrams. Mm -hmm. I think in one case I did like 460 milligrams in a day. Holy shit. That's a lot of Adderall. Yeah. And then another day I did like over 500. So yeah. like two overdoses. Like the second uh, one I was of like the, the time release kind or like the regular kind? Uh, XR. Okay. But taken all at the same time. So it was like still a yeah. massive exposure. Yeah. But I was the second time I went into hospital and they put me on benzodiazepine to uh lower my heart rate and just keep me stable but yeah those definitely could have been two separate like heart attacks and overdoses but for real thankfully i'm still here for a reason yeah you are the world needs you nope um yeah that's a lot yeah but you do you have a job do you work yeah you work you function I think like we can think of all of our stuff as a disability if we want to, but that doesn't get us anywhere. Do you know, do you like Nicole Arbor? Uh, yeah, I follow her. She's so funny. She yeah. talks about how she like couldn't walk and like basically thought her way out of it, which yep. is great. And I've done the same thing to myself. Not the exact same thing, obviously different story, but um, I think that, as long as you think you have something, you're going to have it. <laughs> yeah. And it's not as easy as thinking you don't have it, obviously. You know, sometimes we need medication or sometimes we need a little help or sometimes we fall down. But at the end of the day, the overall attitude really matters. Absolutely. I mean, I'm on sertraline for, I think the brand name is Zoloft for, uh, as an antidepressant. Uh-huh. And I definitely need that to function but just with that i'm able to function day to day so other than that like it's it doesn't really hold me back i view it more of like my experiences as like a learning experience yeah i think too being able to be in tune with your body and like um recognizing that you have an issue and then kind of experimenting with what works best for you because that what works for one person doesn't always work for another, but being able to really stick it out, being like, okay, well, this didn't work, but maybe this will. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it comes to medication. Oh yeah. And certain medications can be more dangerous than others. Cause uh, yeah. I mean, apparently I read, or do you know who Jordan Peterson is? Yeah. 
he's like my favorite uh intellectual dark web speakers yeah but the benzodiazepine they had me on for that one instance he apparently had got addicted to and it was like really bad and he almost died but like recently he's been getting better oh that's good yeah it was like to the point where he was taking it for like stress relief uh-huh he kept taking it, taking it, noticed something was off, brought it up with his psychiatrist. And his psychiatrist mentioned, like, maybe you should get off of it. And then he tried, and then he had, um, I can't remember the name of it, but some, some like, condition where when you're in withdrawal from benzodiazepines, you feel, like, constantly, like, significant pain all over your body like being stabbed with needles oh yeah and he couldn't get off of it basically and it devolved to the point where he was like there was no hope in any western doctor any western hospital so they went to russia and ended up there and somehow he managed to get through it and i think currently he's in switzerland crazy yeah but he's doing better thank god yeah, God, that's awful. He's been coming up a lot in my conversations lately, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's like the father figure we all need right now. I know. I feel like he one. is. I feel like he is. I've been seeing him a lot on TikTok, too. Video clips of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I got I have adult ADD. I mean, I know I had it when I was younger too, but I didn't get um, I did not get diagnosed until I was like twenty seven, mm. which was ten years ago, guys. So, um, but I just take Adderall, and I don't even take my full dose during the day if I'm not doing anything. I have to like really concentrate on. Yeah. So. Actually, I started taking Wellbutrin for a little while. I really liked that, actually, or I really like it because it calms, like, any sort of anxiety that... Um, what is it called again? Wellbutrin. Wellbutrin. I'll yeah. look it up in a bit. supposed to help with anxiety, and then also they've found, like, it was... I don't know if it was made as an antidepressant or it was made as something, and then um, they found it worked with ADD people to like chill him out a little bit but also kind of enhance the Adderall so they weren't like anxious on it I don't know hmm. I'll look into that yeah I like it I don't know I just take one of those in the morning with my with my cocktail of Adderall and then I'm good to go for the day <laughs> yeah I've been so I ran out of Adderall my Adderall supply because my uh health insurance provider decided to no longer cover it so wow. i'd have to pay like 600 bucks a month for it that's insane yeah yeah and no. it's like on on insurance it was five bucks for a month supply it's like okay big pharma i hate you now but I've actually transitioned pretty well. I mean, I had like a month supply left when I found out and then my doctor suggested something else. And then I was like, I'm going to try to get off of it. Yeah. Just so I can see if I can handle that. Yeah. And so like I 
was continuously taking 30 milligrams because I took 30 milligrams XR in the morning and then 10 milligrams XR in the afternoon. So uh-huh. I started taking 30 in the morning and not taking 10 in the afternoon. And then I transitioned down to 20 with two 10 milligram pills and then down to 10 and then nothing. I've been on nothing for like two months and I feel fine. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I go through times where I need it more than others. Like depending on my stress level, how much I have going on in my life. Um, sometimes I function like okay without it. I just do stupid shit like look for my keys for 15 minutes and they're in my hand. Mm. That's some Joe Biden level stuff right there. Yeah, it's really stupid. Not not quite. but Not quite, but like almost, you know, starting to lose it. I'm getting old. Clearly. You're not that old. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Drugs. You know, the, the bills that Trump is passing right now 